First off, uh, you recently dropped a collab mixtape called Which End with Tropes. Uh, and considering how long that project is, I'm wondering, uh, did that come to be because you two just make that much music just in general? Or was it more, more like concerted effort to be like, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to make a full album? For a minute, I've been wanting to like produce a project for like one person. Well, not one person. I want to do it for multiple people, of course. So I think like after we linked up in Atlanta, we're going to get this done. Like, we're going to make a tape. Because like, bro, I have so many beats that people just like haven't touched. Like some of those beats on that tape are from like two years ago really damn the beat for another page was made in like 2020 or early 2021 that's awesome because like despite how like out of nowhere that album was like i feel like it just like kind of popped up on my timeline at one point i was like oh shit okay i guess an album's dropping yeah that's what i like to do like i really like surprising people when it popped up on my timeline i was like oh okay like yeah that makes sense because you and tropes have worked a ton of times before um you, you two have tons of stuff together so i'm wondering like what qualities do you look for in a collaborator that takes them from like okay someone like cool to work with like once or twice to somebody like okay i need to like lock in with them and make more stuff with them it's really like their sound like bro tropes has an amazing voice like i was talking to kiriano about stop playing he was like this is like a, a combo of metal and like plug almost because like the energy like tropes brought out on that song is just crazy so that's what i like look for like someone that's like on bring the best out on my beats on the topic of how much you work a while back you tweeted that you made like nine beats in a single day which i think would be a pretty insane output for just about anyone um but because of that i'm sure there's thousands like you mentioned there's beats on your on your computer from two years ago that haven't been used i'm yeah. sure there's thousands of project files in your computer i'm gonna need you to be honest with me on this one do you organize any of it or do you just kind of like keyboard smash on like the name files it's mad unorganized bro oh, damn, like bro. it's it's so unorganized and i hate bro i'll be working with like crew bro he has like loops organized <laughs> like bro he has like loops like, like he, folders inside of folders and yeah shit. folders inside of folders inside of folders for specific people like i'll send him mails all right he'll put it in like my folder he has a folder with my name on it <laughs> and i wish i was that organized but i'm not these workers scattered everywhere bro like there's some in one of my email i have two emails there's like hundreds in one email there's hundreds in the other email there's flps that i've lost you know what's crazy i'm gonna get roasted for this some this is like very terrible up until like uh late 2021 i didn't save no flps <laughs> none of those none beats of are saved none of those beats are saved because i didn't know i didn't even know you could do that I didn't even know you could do that. None of those beats are saved. They've been exported, but there's no FLP. I didn't know that you could even do that. Like, bro, I'm really a rookie. Like, bro, I would make a beat. Same project file. Just start a new beat. Like, I would... What happened when you eventually were told, like, yo, you know you can, like, save project files, right? Like, what? Bro, I was talking to my homie Gulavelli. He was like, bro, you didn't know you could do that? <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't know you could do that. And he was like, bro, you don't have any of your beats saved? And I was like, no. It was so, like, weird to me. I was like... You are saving their beats. I was prepared to like chastise you for being like, bro, the amount of times people have lost shit in this community for like dropping a hard drive or spilling water on their laptop and stuff like that. You just weren't saving shit. I just wasn't saving it. I didn't, I didn't have to worry about losing nothing because there was nothing saved in the, in the first place. I was like, okay. That's the, method. Right. That's the method to avoid. If anybody out there is looking for a way to avoid, don't you don't have to back up shit. Just don't save shit in the first place. Just don't save it at all. We touched on the fact that uh, you started making music in, would you say November of 2019? So you were 12 years old. Yeah. Considering how young you started making music and collaborating with others, are there any lessons you think you learned, um, whether it be on like the business or like creative side or even just like social side of things that you wish you had learned earlier? I would have wished that I knew like not to stress about not getting beats placed. I held myself to this this level of important. Not saying like I'm not important, like I'm not trying to downplay myself, but it's like I'm thinking like, bro, like I'm me. I need to get like 
why aren't people using my beats? Like, bro, chill. Like, it's not that serious. Like, it's good. if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. I wish I could tell myself that, but I didn't realize that at first. And it's crazy because my beats were so bad. Like, <laughs> I was like, why are nobody using my beats? Why are nobody using my beats? But, like, I feel like some people do need to hear that, though. Not saying to downplay yourself, not make yourself think that you're not important. But, like, you're going to send beats out and they're not going to get placed. Like, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get a beat placed every time you send it to someone. Mm -hmm. that's just not how it works and that's all right like it's all right if you want to work with an artist bro you're gonna work with artists but just don't expect don't expect nothing like for real you'll just disappoint yourself you know it just supposed to happen organically you know what i mean you're not drake you know what i mean like <laughs> they're not gonna use your beats like every time you send them not every beat is a hit but it's a hit for somebody out there that's another thing like bro i probably sent out like half of those beats on the tropes day but tropes picked them up mm -hmm. and he did what he had to do on them just being patient like i had to teach myself that and uh do you have any like funny stories from way back when you started whether it be 2019 or even like in the pandemic going into 2020 uh that maybe make you like cringe in retrospect so many but probably the funniest one i asked to join surf gang <laughs> i asked to join surf gang like 2019 i wasn't even producing yet <laughs> i was just like, i asked evil gianni i was like is surf gang just for like rappers and producers or like could i just join like I didn't know. Is it for like is it for like rappers and producers or for also for like normal dudes? Right. Like could I could I like dance and like join Surf Gang? Like, let me know. I think about it and cringe really bad. Looking back on the person that I was when I was like eleven or twelve, like I cringed like a shit ton. Um or well, I mean, I don't know. I twelve year old wasn't me me that wasn't that bad. I was just watching like adventure time and shit. Thirteen year old me was annoying. But like the thing is, is like I'm sure 22 year olds cringe on the way that they were when they were 20, so on and so forth. But I feel like there's a lot of like character development that happens between the ages of like 12 and 16. So I'm wondering like, how do you look back on your older material dating as far back as like maybe your earlier stuff with Ghoulavilli? I, I just be having like good days and bad days. On a good day, I'll be like, man, I'm so fly. I'll listen to my old music and I'll be like, why did I do this? Why did I do this? Why did I do this? Like I could have done this so much differently. I have to take a step back and be like, wait a minute. Like I didn't know what I knew now. Like, but I also have bad days where it'll be like, I, I, I still suck. Like I'm still bad, but I feel like that's with like every like person that makes art of any form you'll have those days where it's just like i don't like my past stuff i don't like my stuff now but it's like a hurdle you have to get over like right now how i feel right now in this very moment i feel like my stuff wasn't that bad like i feel like it was good for me being like 12 i feel like i was like a talented like middle schooler like it's its own little like spiraling thing where it's like if you're a 16 year old if you're a 16 year old there are, ton there are tons of other like 16 year old producers out there so you have a lot of things to compare yourself against and that can lead to you being like am i as good as people my age but when you're 12 it's like who the fuck else is producing at the age of 12 right like i was in middle school like a lot of people were hating on me like i don't mean to seem cringy because it's like people that would be like when i was in school people are hating on me they weren't really hating on them that bad but i remember i posted this track to soundcloud it was it was really bad but like someone like we had this thing called like pods when it's time to change classes everybody comes out at the same time this kid i knew came out playing like the track on his phone like out loud no headphone he was like this is so bad and i was like well dang okay i'm just like rained on my parade like now it's like completely different bro because i have a sister that's also in high school she's a grade above me i got people like asking her if i'm like famous but like i don't really like to tell people that i make music it's just like kind of if you know you know things i feel like there's a lot of really awesome stories like that of like for example like i remember ryan Lehan mentioned that like in high school i think it was his senior year of high school he made a he made his first song ever and like, it was horrible. Like I've obviously I've never heard of yeah. it, but he described it as horrible. And like people like really, really like laid into him for it, like really bullied him for it. And now he performs shows nearby his hometown 
And there are kids that from that high school are now that are now like, bro, we love your music and like his. Bro, it always changes up. It's always like that. I don't know why people like haven't realized that. Like, bro, just don't hate. Like, it don't matter how bad you think they are right now. Like, bro, like, what are you gaining? That's what I want to know. Like, what do they gain from hating on someone that's coming up? The same way you wouldn't hate on like a high school football player for maybe not being the best. It's like, bro, he's been doing it for like a year or two. Right. Like, bro, how could you hate on that? Especially he's not made a career out of it. He's a, it's a sport that he's doing in high school. It's like a hobby. It's fun. Like, especially if they're not doing anything, you get some traction. And they, it, it's a full like turnaround, bro. It's like crazy. It happens every time, bro. I've, I've watched it happen so many times. This isn't how you were acting when we were in middle school. Like, I admit I was bad, but like you, like, <laughs> you could have been supportive. Like you could have been fake supportive at least. But like, yeah, it's just. Okay, tip from Fear Dorian, be be fake supportive to people. Yeah. Like, bro, if you really think they're bad, I don't know. Because it's like being fake supportive is objectively worse than hating. Don't be a hater, essentially. Just don't be a hater, bro. You don't have to support them. Just don't hate. Right. And then also you mentioned that like other kids at like your middle school knew that you were making music. So that begs the question, like, did your like parents know like from the jump that you were making music? And like, what did they like say when you started getting like invited to shows and getting like crazy placements and shit like that? My dad didn't really know till like last year. He was sending me money for my birthday. He saw my cash tag. It was one Fear Dorian. Send me money, send me money, send me money. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my I'm going to censor that shit out. I'm going to blur that shit out. No, no. Okay, but yeah, he saw my cash tag. He was like, what is Fear Dorian? And I was like, it's my producer name. He didn't know I made music So then. But like my mom has like been supportive from like near the jump. When I got invited to the, the Golf Boy Click show and I was like on stage with like Fish Nark and whatnot. I don't even think I was making music yet, but like she saw it. She's been supportive for the jump. It's crazy to see how far you've come at such a young age um but as you and the people that work that you work with continue to achieve like greater and greater things and have more and more eyes on you um i'm sure there's going to be like there's plenty of companies that'll take note of the of the path that you guys are on and in my opinion it's only a matter of time until one of y'all gets a fast food restaurant deal so let's say tomorrow you get the opportunity to make your own meal at any fast food place in the world what restaurant is it at and what is the fear dorian meal the fear dorian meal is crazy <laughs> nah bro i ain't gonna hold you though i like a lot of spots and i like a lot of spots i'm, I'm very big on food my favorite food would probably be sushi so mm. I'm, I'm thinking the fear dorian sushi roll my boy fear dorian sushi what would the fear dorian sushi roll be you know the the rice of course mm -hmm. we got the salmon mm -hmm. um what's in sushi help me out <laughs> bro it's your favorite <laughs> food what do you mean i never like thought like what if i just build a sushi company but now i need to be thinking about that you know you know we never know what can happen if not sushi what else would it be honey garlic wings bro but make sure to brush your teeth after you eat those because <laughs> those are those are not good for the breath garlic in general is not good for the breath make sure you brush your teeth after you eat those if it was like at wingstop bro because i don't think wingstop has honey garlic they don't really huh i don't think they have it hmm let me fact check that we're getting our sources on the ground to check a wingstop right now no they don't have it they don't have it. Listen up, Wingstop. Hey, we're bringing you. We're bringing you an opportunity here. We're bringing. Look, I'm a businessman. Y'all know who the who the taste. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be honey, garlic, fries. Actually, no, no, no. Scotch, no fries. Scotch, okay. okay. Tater tots. I'm a tater tots over fries guy. I don't know. What about you? What about you? Um, I'm more of a fries guy. I'm not really that big of a fan of tater tots, but I mean, you know, you're not rock with the tater tots, bro. I'm not really that big of a fan of tater tots. Nah, I hate okay, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Can I still eat uh, the Fear Dorian establishment? Yeah, yeah. You can, okay. you can, you can trade it off for fries. I'll let you. You just be like, let me see the manager. I'll come out in front. I'll be like, I got you, my boy. Tater tots, honey garlic wings, and pink lemon. No, 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 no. Scratch it out. Scratch it out. 
Mango lemonade, bro. Mango lemonade. Mango. I've never had mango lemonade. That's crazy. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, it's fire, bro. It's it's so good. That would be the fear Dory meal right there. Mm -hmm. That'll get you right on a on a on a sunny day. That's the fear Dory meal. We're gonna get back on the sushi. I'm gonna figure out what's in sushi <laughs> and I'm gonna get back to you on that. I got some ideas. And on the topic of you being a businessman, um, I feel like a lot of artists, as soon as they start getting like a little bit of traction, just immediately jump to like, all right, I need a manager. Um, and in all likelihood, they might just like need like better tweets or some shit. So I'm wondering, like, what do you think, considering you do have a manager in the form of Tay, uh, what do you think is a good- Shout out Taylor, man. What do you think is a good criteria for evaluating if you need a manager or not? Are you having trouble with like doing business, like selling beats or like selling features? Like, are you having trouble doing that? You're probably going to need a manager for that. Are labels coming at you? Are they asking you to sign contracts? You're probably going to need a manager for that or like a lawyer. The moment signing shit gets involved, that's when you need to start paying get attention. Get a manager or get a lawyer. Putting music on all streaming. If you don't know how to do that, you don't know how to, you know. I personally use DigitalKid. If you don't know how to do that, get a manager. They'll most likely do it for you. If you need help, like trying to network with artists, you'll probably need a manager for that. They'll probably be locked in some way, like, you know, mm -hmm. have the connects to get you there. If you have any like trouble with any of these things, you probably want to look for a manager. Something I've always appreciated about the community is that people within it tend to treat um, producers pretty fairly, like uh, whether it be like handling spritz, splits appropriately or like, you know, whatever else. Um, but I feel like being in a community like this kind of act kind of makes it easy to forget that that's like not the that's not like normal that's not the case usually yeah. i feel like for every like like success story of like yeah i got like good splits and everything it worked out really good i feel like i hear like a dozen horror stories of like oh i got my loop stolen or like i got this stolen or whatever else i didn't get i didn't get credit for this so i'm wondering like what do you think are some of the most like common mistakes people make when approaching producers and what do you think should be done to rectify them if you're not gonna pay the producer bro because that happens way too frequently and it shouldn't happen at all. Producers, it should be as appreciated as the artist, if not more. I'm saying if not more, because what is an artist without a producer, bro? An acapella group? Right. Like, <laughs> you can't even do nothing with that. Well, you can't. Let me not say that. I'm just, I just want to be mindful with my words. No, you're totally like, fine. I get, you, I, see what, you see what I'm saying, though. Like, I feel like they're depreciated. A part of the reason is because they don't really get a lot of credit. I feel like that's what it circles back to, like not getting enough credit that they deserve. It's sad, like, bro, I've seen it happen so many times. Like, did you, do y'all not realize, like, they were really building this sound for this artist? And now they're, they're like, not even in the background. Like, they're not even, there's no background for them to be in. Like, they're, they're gone, bro. Like, if you're not going to pay them, bro. At least credit them, bro. At least. That's the bare minimum you could do. I feel like we don't get enough credit. Like, that's really what we just be wanting. And respect. And respect. Credit and respect. Producers do not be getting respected out here. You're not going to go. Well, you might. There's people that might. But you're not going to go into an artist DM and act some type of way if they give you a price or whatever. But if a producer shoots you a price for their, for their beats. Oh, uh, this price is too high. Nah, like, you know what I mean? Like it happened. It happens way too much, bro. Like they really be trying to produce this out here. Back on the topic of you mentioning that like kids at your middle school weren't exactly receptive to some like your stuff. Um, a while back you tweeted about how like the SoundCloud slander at your school needs to stop. And I feel like that's a pretty, it's a pretty universal experience. Like if you like really pay attention to how, like in our little circles, it's like, oh yeah, SoundCloud's a really awesome platform. But like, yeah. if you pay attention to how, like most kids talk about SoundCloud, it's usually pretty negative. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, if you could sit down with one of the naysayers at your school and give your argument as to why SoundCloud doesn't deserve all that hate, what would you say? I need them to realize, bro, your favorite artists are still using SoundCloud to this day. Like, right. they act like nobody uses that. They act like it's a it's an app from like the 90s. Like, and it's crazy because not only do your favorite artists 
still use SoundCloud? Bro, they came up off SoundCloud. A lot of their favorite artists did not just jump straight to all streaming platforms. Bro, a lot of legendary music came from SoundCloud. Like, bro, without SoundCloud though, like, can you imagine what music would be like? A legendary platform for like building a community. Cause it's like, like with SoundCloud and shit, you can leave comments and stuff like that. With SoundCloud, you can interact with fans and stuff like that. It's a lot more like community based right. than something like Spotify, where it's like, yeah, Spotify might be like, better in a lot of ways but the thing is it doesn't have nearly the same community optimization and i'm not like trying to like poop on the other streaming platforms like i really love spotify especially like if i'm going to sample something i really like spotify because it's like it'll give you like recommended artists or similar artists and it's easy to find like nice tracks so like i'm not trying to like poop on other streaming services i'm just saying like don't downplay soundcloud now like especially if you don't know what you're talking about you're just saying it because other people are saying it because it's a really popular thing to say but I feel like people don't know why they're saying it. And I feel like it, it like goes back even as far as like, I remember um, the first interview I ever did with Juno. Um, it happened. I did that interview with Juno like the week after uh, Cole Bennett tweeted that stupid ass shit about how like, oh, the SoundCloud scene was so like vibrant and lively in like 2016, 2017. Nowadays, it's all just people doing the same shit. It's like, it's just such a stupid like. I There are so many people that said similar things to that because you're not looking mm -hmm. like you're just not looking hard enough we are out here there are many talented people on soundcloud you're just not looking hard enough so don't especially if you haven't looked at all don't just try to say like everybody's doing the same thing you're just not looking yeah something for everybody on soundcloud i feel like there's like no shortage of like new shit constantly coming up i feel like every time i there's blink there's like everybody i feel like every time i blink there's like 30 new artists and i'm like oh what the fuck oh, i need to check out all their stuff on the opposite side of the spectrum uh while a lot of like those like criticisms of soundcloud like oh who's cooler in like 2016 or whatever all that shit's like pretty easy to like cast aside it doesn't really hold a lot of weight um in the past couple months there has been a lot of discussion about like things that soundcloud could be maybe doing better whether it is like adding 2fa or copyright strikes or whatever the case may be so i'm wondering like in the spirit of constructive criticism what do you think are some areas that soundcloud could use a bit of work on i have to agree two-factor authentication bro like i've seen so many of my friends get hacked and it's just like so easy to do that people are like have tried to get in my email like if they got that they could easily get into my soundcloud you could easily just reset your password I don't want to give sauce to people that's trying to hack people, <laughs> but like all you need is an email is what I'm saying. All you need is an email, bro. If you have someone's email, you could easily get into their SoundCloud. That wouldn't happen if two-factor authentication was here. If they had that, that would definitely help the platform, I think. And also, I have to agree again with the copyright strikes. Like people could easily like copy strike anything they want, almost anything. All you need to do is file a report with no like evidence. And then boom, it's down. Like yeah, like that happened. To, I'm pretty sure Home Switcher is still not on SoundCloud because somebody took it down and then re-uploaded it. Right? It's that easy. That is needed. Like we need fix that problem. It can ruin artists' career mm -hmm. in a blink of an eye. For all the amazing things SoundCloud does get right, it feels like one of those situations where they've nailed all these little tiny details. Whether it be like making related artists pretty accurate or like getting like all these different community features put together but then they like miss out on like the most fundamental thing of like it's so many people asking for that how could you miss it everything has two-factor authentication now like, right like everything has that like the website i use to like log like what like vinyl records i own has two-factor authentication why the fuck doesn't soundcloud bro there was like a period like last month like dude was getting hacked back to back like like widow got hacked bro like i was like no but yeah <laughs> that could be fixed like we need to get on that well i'm not saying we like we work at like i work at soundcloud but like no i'll go call up john soundcloud we'll get on the phone with about it yeah we're we gonna we gonna get it done now. i'm gonna go to the headquarters myself i'm gonna talk sternly to him no i, I got y'all i'm you know i got y'all that's that's my new mission and then um on a completely unrelated note i understand that you sample both a lot of shoegaze and interestingly enough a good oh. bit of japanese math rock in your beats so i'm wondering like how did you or how did you come across those as two different places that you could draw inspiration from i love 
love the melodies, bro. Like, they sleeping on the Japanese shoegaze, bro. There's so many, like, variants, so, bro. Like, the hard guitars, and then there's, like, the soft, like, keys. There's so much that I have to, like, find. Bro, that's what I love about music in general, bro. There's so much music to find. I can find my favorite song tomorrow. Shout out Evil Gianni, bro. I, I just love drill beats. So, you know, they're great for drill beats. For sure, like they're great for drill beats, bro. They're great to make drill beats. Also, I noticed that uh, you do indeed have a track train, but you don't really keep it updated all that often. Is that because you prefer to work like one and one on one with an individual artist, or is it just because, like, again, like just laziness? Well, I guess it's like a combination of both. Like Keegan gave me like the URL, so I have the I have the URL Y for track train, and it used to be it used to be Keegan's. He was like, bro, I literally give you this URL, just make a track chain, bro, because they're like, bro, you're missing out on so much bread. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> make a track train. So I made it uploaded like three beats and i just never like it. i need to get that together y'all can definitely expect some beats on the track train soon like if y'all want to cut beats for me i'm gonna definitely get that done i need to i've been slacking and like putting my music on all platforms like some of my homies are signed so it might be a little harder now but i'm definitely going like you get on top of that like i need to and then uh you produce inside of fl correct i do Right. Okay. So I feel like every time an FL user and an Ableton user are put together in a room, it's like only a matter of time until like a fiery debate sparks out on like, which is the better DAW. And there are arguments in favor of just about like every different software out there. So I'm wondering, like, are you of the opinion that FL is definitively the best DAW or do you all just, or do you just see them as like all like different tools to get the same job done? I can't make the argument that FL is the superior DAW because I haven't used other DAWs. Like I downloaded Ableton because, um, I was like, I don't want to go to someone's house and like like a homie like a producer homie and like they have ableton i'm like uh what do i do you know what i mean like i want to get ableton so i also know what to do on ableton if the time comes and i didn't really like get around to it so like i still haven't used it like i could use ableton tomorrow i could like it better than fl so i can't really make that argument that fl is a spirit off i love fl but i can't say that it's the superior one because like like you said it's a it's a different dog and the same job done but i definitely plan to like i want to be like multi-dog <laughs> and in addition to producing i understand that you have also dj'd quite a few times in the past uh, and i feel like djing is also is like often underestimated as like one of like the easiest ways to perform it's like okay throw a bunch of tracks together like just make the crowd hype like how hard can it be um so i'm wondering like what advice would you have to someone who maybe wants to give djing a shot but like doesn't know everything that it entails you know it's crazy i haven't really like dj'd out a show yet like i was hmm. supposed to but rp the <laughs> The Quentin French show. Oh yeah. <laughs> didn't you? Uh, you DJ at um, was it Eric's show in Atlanta? No, nah, I didn't get to DJ at that show. Really? Okay, I was totally under the impression that you had. I didn't get to DJ at that show, but I, I'd love to. Like, I'd love to DJ at a future Eric show. Yeah, no, okay, I guess I fucked up doing research, but yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Cause um, what's gonna say? Bro. Damn, oh bro! God. Why'd you hit the camera? Let's say you're an opener, bro do a hype track at the end like to prepare people for you know like the performers the main goal is just to get the, the crowd moving and also incorporate like things you like into your set don't just do music that's like it's popping right now if i make a set i might throw some unreleased that i produce in it because like i want to make it like me like i want to like this is me like this is what this is my art this is a Dorian set i'm trying to like incorporate a bit of myself into the set not just like playing other people's 
not even other people's music, but like just playing music that I might not even like. Play stuff that you enjoy. Make sure, you know, you're getting the crowd turned up. Yeah, I feel like people often look at it like it's like, oh, okay, I'll just like, I'll play shit that like everybody like normally gets excited to. It's like people don't go to like a show for like whatever artist and what like that looking to hear like popular music at the time. Or right. Like, they they want to hear you. Like they want to hear like your personality shine through and like what you're doing. Right. They, they brought tickets for you. They didn't buy tickets to hear popular music. They want to hear you. And then uh, next, uh, my first introduction to your music was all the way back when I interviewed um, Finlands and he mentioned you as someone that I should sit down with. So in the spirit of paying that recommendation forward, if you could pick a handful of artists to put our listeners onto right now, who would you pick? Mo Beretta. Mm-hmm. Mo Beretta is crazy. Surf Gang in general. I'm just going to say Surf Gang. Jane. I feel like people don't know, but like big influence on me right now. Their music speaks to me. Dang, there's, <laughs> there's so many people. No, I have 18,000 songs like on SoundCloud. The 18,000, fuck. Okay, 18,000, bro. So you can imagine how hard it is for me to like pick a, but I'm I'm trying my hardest. Xavier's so bass. Mm, yes, yes. Holy shit. I need to interview Xavier. Good, bro. He's so good. SGP West. I actually went to school with him. Bro, you just know everybody. That's like, that's what I'm learning. That The number one takeaway from this interview is that Dorian just knows everybody. There's a video of me asking him like, would you rather eat a dog or a monkey? Can we like put that in the, in the corner? Can I, can I show you that? I'll just put it up on screen right now. <laughs> Nikhil. Mm. Nikhil Smith. Dolly, but y'all know that already, bro. She is so talented. Like Dolly, I love you. Um, Instapendo, they've been influencing like my stuff a lot. So yeah, awesome. Okay, and then on the topic of Knockout Smith, do you want to get into uh, how you guys all came together and started working on bro, that? Bro, it's crazy. You know, it's how it happened. Hmm. How did how did you two meet? Or how did you two meet originally? How did you guys? I just DM'd them. Really? Like on Instagram, <laughs> I was like, you know, it's crazy, bro. We should work. He's like, what are we doing? Dang, I fucking love that attitude. That's awesome. Bro. <laughs> I was like, like what? Like, and it was only like 20 minutes later. Like, he didn't waste no time replying. Like, I didn't have to wait days for that reply. Got his number. Mm-hmm. The first beat I sent him was special. Really? That, dang. Was the first, that, that was the first beat. He was like, bro, like, it's up. He sent special back like an hour later. Mm-hmm. An hour? Fuck. Wow. Yes. Okay. Bro, he sent the song back like an hour later. So this is all in one day. Song drop, same day. That's a good lesson to be learned in like like valuing yourself because it's like, yeah, you can't. Right, bro, don't think that you're not like capable of it. Because like, bro, I didn't expect him to reply. Bro, we made a song, dropped it same day, and now we got a project. I love not. He's He's a goat, man. He's a goat. On a similar note, uh, like you mentioned, you've collaborated with a ton of people, um, quite a few other producers, vocalists, everything across the across the board. But I can imagine there's still plenty more you want to work with. So if you can name a handful of dream collaborators, who would they be? It could be anybody like dead or alive. Earl Sweatshirt. Mm, holy shit. If something from you and Earl would go insane. Oh, my God. I was actually on FaceTime with Earl like not too long ago. Like <laughs> That screenshot is so funny. Yeah, yeah there's bro, yeah. It's, it's, you've seen it. I can't even like begin to explain how like that made me feel because it's like bro his music like saved my life he's like my top three i've been listening to him since i was in like seventh grade like when i was growing up my sister was like putting me on to like tyler like old drake old Nicki minaj young lean bro she put me on the ginseng strip when i was like eight bro damn yeah your sister's tapped in holy shit like personally i think that changed my life like for real like that song is i can't believe that song blew up on tiktok sorry i'm, I'm rambling now but yeah like i i just facetime not because I, I wanted to have a dance battle <laughs> and he was just there bro and we just, we're, we were dancing to Uzi. Top one moment of my of my year so far. Um, Instapendo, of course. I'm going to work with Quinn for sure. Indigo Child Rick. If y'all don't know who Indigo... Do you, have you heard of Indigo Child Rick? I'm not. I'm not familiar enough. Have you heard Lean For Real by Cardi? Yeah, yeah. He made that beat. Really? Damn. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he made that beat. Because you know in like the like the four seconds of the song, Cardi is like, Indigo. Indigo. He's, he's like shouting out him. Yeah. He's very talented. 
but I do not know where he is right now because he hasn't rocked music in like three years. He just like kind of like disappeared. But like, I hope he comes back and work with him. Young God, Grand Gang as a whole, bro. Like Rip Squad, Reserve, Black Cray. We've talked about it. Like we've talked about getting something in. Crazy insane influence to me. So he's he's a go. Ken Carson would be fire. Holy shit. Yeah, holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. Bro, that track would be insane. You've seen Ken Carson crowds before, bro. I can imagine bro, him just like seen it, bro. Yeah, ripping themselves apart to a fear Dorian up beat. There with bro, his performances are up there with Cardi, bro. Like already. Like, and he's well, he has been making music for a long time, but like he hasn't been like performing for a long time, you know what I mean? And he's already like insane at it. Like, bro, his his crowd control is crazy. Destroy Lonely. <laughs> my god that'd be crazy i just that just like bro did you just like see you look like you saw a ghost you're like destroy lonely <laughs> bro because like i was i was thinking about king carson i was like there's someone else it's very lonely bro of course like my god he's so good and then uh finally you've already come a really long way this year and i'm super excited for what's to come for you so with a new project under your belt and your 16th birthday coming up soon is there anything you're looking to accomplish before the year's through working with saturn on a couple of tracks you know praying that turn into a project because saturn is crazy planning on traveling you know doing shows on a model like it's my other passion like i feel like a lot of people don't know that because i don't really talk about it as much but yeah that's like my music is right here Modeling is right there. Like, they're on the same. Really? Way. Damn. I did not. I was completely not aware of that. Yeah. I really want to do that. Like, I want to walk runways, bro. Like, when I saw Meg walk for, for Marnie, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, for Marnie. Yeah, it was Marnie. Bro, yeah. it blew my mind. They were really living out my dreams. I was like, I was so proud of them. I think everybody was also like, holy shit. That's so. That awesome. was a crazy moment. You walking from Marnie in Paris, like, you're crazy. Producing more projects for people and just like linking up with friends. Like, that's my, that's my goals for the year. You know, what my goal is for you this year. I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what you want. It's what the people want, Dorian. It's not what I want necessarily. I'm a man of the people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Someone said they want me to hit the the, the juju on that beat. I don't. Know oh, yeah. Somebody asked you for the stanky leg. I mean, stanky leg. I, um, we don't have to. No, don't worry. Don't. No. Okay. You don't have. Bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 